Hey, hello, how are you? This is a show for everyone else. Instead of going after top 1% of the world, we dedicate this podcast to celebrate the lives of the unsung heroes and self-made artists. Hi there, this is Fei Wu, and I'm the creator and host of Face World podcast. If you're new to Face World, welcome. I'm really excited that you're here for smaller podcasts or what we call boutique podcasts like Face World. Every new listener counts. And knowing that you're here, it's truly special because we're here for special people just like yourself, like ourselves, the unsung heroes and self-made artists. And today, what I'm going to do is, as promised, we are releasing several new mini-series on topics that our listeners have highly requested. And speaking of our listeners, you may be wondering who they are and what they do. So yes, our listeners, just like our guests, who come from many different walks of life. But we notice a trend of a combination of podcasters like myself, who is seeking wisdom and encouragement of understanding why we're doing this and how to make it more sustainable. We also have listeners who are simply creative and who work in creative fields or who have what we called a job, perhaps not in a creative domain, but they do a lot of really interesting things outside of work with their kids uh, or on their own. Some of them are artists, even though they don't work full-time as an artist. Um, so it's a really incredible crowd and I want to do something to really help you guys and really enable your full potential and be able to do what I do on a more regular basis. And I also want to record some episodes on uh, my own life, the way I live my life, which is nothing super extravagant. I, I don't live on a super high budget and I don't have any particularly expensive hobbies other than the fact that I like to go to a relatively nice gym. I like working out. I like nice food, even though that doesn't mean a do you call five-star restaurant or Michelin star restaurants? None of that. So the listeners have requested to take an insider look uh, of my life. And I would love to share that. And, and thank you for your support and helping me open up more about my life because, you know, as a creator who is not publicly known, sometimes we feel as, hey, is our lives all that interesting? Are people really interested? And, you know, is our creative process more important and helpful than someone like Tim Ferriss? I guess so. I think we have a voice in this, uh, doing all of this as well. Maybe what we do, who we are, are way more rel relatable to all of you. So to start off today, I have a story I want to share, which is called what they did not tell you about podcasting. And what I hope this story will target is not only the podcasters, uh, the podcasters who are doing really relatively well or who are struggling and questioning, hey, it's a lot of time away from myself, my family, 
and I'm not generating a lot of money. Is this really worth it? But I also want to get this message out to podcasters or people who are contemplating about the idea of podcasting. Perhaps you have some script somewhere.、Uh, you're just thinking about the idea. You're talking to a friend, a partner about maybe co-hosting a podcast, but you don't really know what the outcome is going to be. So this article is for you. So when I started. Podcasting in October 2014, the intention was pure. I wasn't in it to make money or to expect a ton of downloads. It was easy for me to feel that way, expecting little of what would come out of my own podcast. Sorry, I didn't write this to discourage anybody. This is why English is my second language, and I think I'm a good storyteller. But I was never picked in school or at work to stand on the podium and blat my brains out. I was not a keynote speaker. I'm not a speaker now. So I had a full-time job that was wearing on me. I knew I wanted to be a freelancer or entrepreneur, but I didn't put all my hope in podcasting. Started in 2014 in my early 30s, and simply thought that was going to be my breakthrough. Why? Because nobody I knew did, and most people I know still don't have a podcast. Why the heck did I do it then? Because I wanted to pick myself and do something on my own, invest in myself with full creative control. I imagine my future children to want to learn something about their mom and my friends tuning in,、uh, who are no longer super active in my life, to be able to find out what I've been up to lately. That's it. As you may have already found out through reading some of my eBooks, that's some of you, not all of you,、uh, in which I describe the journey of my podcast was so much more than that, utterly unexpected at first, and then I learned to embrace what the act of podcasting has truly brought into my life. I want to tell you the truth, the misconceptions, and what others, especially the ultra successful podcasters, didn't tell you. Number one, it's a long game. Sure, you're probably used to reading headlines such as overnight success, internet sensations, gone viral, whatever. So am I. Our brains are wired and conditioned to think that is how it should work. Time is limited, so we must see results soon. But how soon? Some people say a year. Some say true art is the making of a lifetime. Well, let me tell you, Facebook has been around for nearly four years now and over 160 episodes. We don't have a viral episode, not one. In fact, most of our downloads swing between 200 and 500. It's a bit of a gap, but you know, 200 really isn't very high. And our most recent episode with Danielle Levesque, after 72 hours, reached over a thousand downloads, and that to us is really good, really good results. Is that enough to make money though through sponsorship? No, it isn't enough to. Sell it to advertisers. On average, they require consistently a hundred thousand downloads per month. But is it enough to make real connections? Absolutely. I try to say that without swearing, so this episode can be broadcasted in more countries, such as India. Most podcasters give up after the seventh episode, and this was an average from、um, a few years ago. Did you know that magic number, though? So maybe push yourself to release the first seven episodes and then find a second milestones to hit. Give yourself some motivation. In that time, what you're learning is no longer to be focused about podcasting, but a habitual act of creating something that matters to you. Number two, it's really hard work, but it will pay off if you play the long game. 
I gotta be honest, sitting in my office at 1am to record a voice intro or doing anything from podcasting is far less sexy or fun. I love my guests, but the amount of work involved to release even a single episode from scheduling to rescheduling, recording production, putting together blog posts, show notes, quotes, announcing to the world, following up with guests, it can be really daunting. If you don't have a podcast yet, you're going to learn that very soon. That's a dial you can control to a certain degree, but the deeper you get into podcasting, the more work you'll find for yourself. Thanks to uh, 12 years of project management experience, I have, for the most part, figured out a way to make it work. I can't wait to write and share the project management side of me with you, which is also a highly requested series from family, friends, and listeners. If you are a podcaster, I'm sure you're hearing what I just said loud and clear. Here's the good news. Because it's hard work, most people would choose not to do it. Simply by showing up, you've eliminated literally 99% of the competition. Go ahead, talk to any independent content creators. On the other hand, if the act is easy and everybody will already be doing it, most interactions on Facebook is liking or hearting or whatever because it takes a simple click. People do it without even seeing the post first. Then interactions significantly drop for commenting or sharing. If you don't believe me, go to Facebook right now and check it out. Play the long game, seek emotional labor. Number three, downloads aren't the only ways to make money. Since most of you, uh, I hope, have read my ebook, which is the most popular ebook, how to make a living without counting the downloads. If you haven't, head over to faceworld.com, F-E-I-S-W-O-R-L-D.com forward slash ebooks. And um, you probably know by now that it, it isn't a reality if you're a podcaster to try to use downloads exclusively to make a living. If more podcasters begin to think strategically about how their podcasts could serve as a marketing engine for themselves, for their businesses, many possibilities will unveil. By the way, I love when my readers share their stories on how they successfully used these tactics and closed their first few deals, new clients and projects. I've heard from a few of you already, but keep the stories coming, please. Number four, think and plan strategically. But the most important thing is to ship. I started a virtual hangout called Alt Podcasters with new and experienced podcaster in 2017, in October precisely. And uh, we are still doing this, bi-weekly sessions and uh, every other Saturday. So check it out, phaseworld.com forward slash alt podcasters. Everyone from that group are more than capable of thinking and planning strategically. The only thing that seems to hold them, some of them back, is the actually shipping part. By that, I mean, put your podcast out there on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, you know, submit it through Apple and make it public, make it live because launch is key. There is such a thing as over planning. As we get older, as the stakes get higher, we are more reluctant to ship. Instead, we're asking ourselves repeatedly, when is the perfect time? How many episodes should I launch with? How to optimize X, Y, and Z? How do I avoid failure? You can't. You get stuck. You don't know. You aren't sure. And the truth is, nobody knows what's going to work. There is no guarantee. So ship it and then refine, reiterate, make it better. Trust me, it's a long game. There's a lot to be done. 
and it doesn't all have to happen on day one. Number five, don't be shy. Do tell others about your podcast. Who cares about your podcast? More people than you think. It's true that many of my colleagues from my full-time jobs didn't care for my podcast. They would much rather listen to NPR and similar high-production quality, nationally recognized and ranked shows they're already familiar with. They want to learn from the top one percent of the world to optimize their time and learning. Your colleagues, even your families and friends, don't have to be the only listeners. The world is a big place. Find your tribe. I found mine. It took years, and it's still very small. But I treasure their feedback, and they help make Phase World podcast better and more fun. And yes, that's all of you. When I travel to other places, I make a point to talk about my podcast to those who might be interested. I even curate a few episodes and point them to directly the stories that would benefit them the most. It feels awkward at first, gotta admit, but it gets easier. In fact, when you select an episode that might help someone, they very much appreciate it. There is more. Not only have I done business with so many of my guests, they have chosen to reach out to one another and partner on projects together. I'm incredibly eager to share that story with you very soon as well. So that concludes this mini episode. It's probably on the slightly longer side because、uh, this was written as a、uh, not a super long but rel- relatively long、uh, blog post. But remember, if you have any questions or feedback, if you like this format, if you like what you heard, or I perhaps have missed something and you want to ask me questions, leave me a comment on the blog post, or simply drop me a note anywhere at Phase World. I'm active on all the channels from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn.、Um, email's old-fashioned, but I'm there all the time. Faye at PhaseWorld.com. Makes me smile to know that you're here, and、uh, all my best. I will see you next week. <laughs>